Hey spirit mommies, spiritual baddies, welcome back to my, I almost said my channel, my podcast, <laughs> my podcast that has been a solo cast for the last few episodes. Um, welcome one, welcome all. I am super, super, super excited for this episode. Um, we talk, in case you're new here, hi, also welcome. We talk about everything no filter i do i have yet to edit an episode i probably will edit future ones if i need to but um i really love having a free flow so we're very raw we're very unedited no filter um and today's episode is fucking finally on lemuria i'm gonna center it more around lemuria and if we have time we will get to atlantis um and how they relate to um polarity masculine and feminine energy not gender roles gender roles are kind of not kind of they are stupid gender roles are really stupid anyone can do anything let's just make that clear and there will be certain things that based on your core energetic that will feel life enhancing life enriching because of that core energetic um so the last two episodes were around polarity i suggest listening to them in order because these episodes are building on each other um so go to the one before last and let's let's dive in so what is lemuria for some of you who may not know lemuria is essentially humanity's origin story it's where um it's referenced biblically as the garden of eden and that was really more the energy of lemuria i i don't there there's a lot of conflict around that in theosophy um around it being a physical location some claim that that is now hawaii and for people who have traveled traveled there they really do feel like this i don't want to just call it otherworldly but <laughs> this like um truly like a heaven on earth energy so that's what lemuria was like lemuria um was also called mu right which relates to the moon it was our first in initiation um as far as our energy and that was being deeply emotive right and to this day as human beings we're still deeply emotive um by nature and that's not a bad thing i'm just seeing that very objectively um and so there were three epochs as far as my past life recollection goes um, and I'm probably going to encode this. Actually, I'm probably going to like do a segment and I'll start encoding this, um, recording so that when you hear this, by the time that you hear this, you will be activated to start remembering whatever your lives were in the Maria. And 
And the purpose of that is so we can really get our origin story right, so we can get our fucking shit together as humanity because this shit is stupid. Okay, <laughs> everything that's going on is just really, history repeats itself. Um, that clicking is my heater. Yeah, sorry if you hear that. Um, it's really fucking dumb where just where humanity is at and some of that is a repeat of more atlantis um and we'll get into that and why that is but um atlantis was meant to be lemuria 2.0 um but obviously should hit the fan again and again and again um and so the my intention with this on a capricorn new fucking moon <laughs> is that we understand our origin story so that we're not repeating the mistakes of the past, but clearing our karma, right? Capricorn, Capricorn season, um, while it relates to legacy, it also, Saturn, excuse me, Saturn, um, the planet Saturn, which is the ruler of Capricorn, pertains to karma, specifically past life karma. And spirit has been nudging me for months and things have just been coming up and I've been putting this episode on the back burner. So we're here showing up um, and it's time to talk shit. So I'll be back. I'm going to go and code this. Let's get into this episode. Um, Off the bat, you're going to be hearing some background 528 hertz. Um remove all inner conflict that's the intention of that frequency um that's playing i have some noise that's in my home right now and having this play in the background is my best way to just work around that so that's why that's there um and so right now my channel is open to divine mother sophia divine source and the high angelic realm and I, I i did the encoding off the microphone um to just really encode this make sure we don't get any interference energies when you receive your memory activations and it's for the purpose of the of the highest good meaning you might get some really triggering as fuck memories and the purpose of that is to clear it to heal it to acknowledge the errors and the mistakes of the past so that we don't repeat them again so yeah um i want to start off just like a really kind of very very superficial intro um this is my own understanding of the linear experience of Lemuria um, do you know everyone's experience because we d- could be different I incarnated in all three of these linear um, when I say linear I'm gonna reference it as like before during after um, and so as in I was incarnated during the beginning, the middle, and the end. Um, If you want to think of them as like waves, they're showing me waves right now, and it's like 
there was this epoch and then they fell a little bit and then they like ascended and then they fell a little bit and then they ascended or like yeah kind of like that um not that they like full-on ascended out of earth but they like their consciousness grew they evolved and then they devolved they evolved and then they like fully devolved toward the end and that's what i'm i'm really going to be talking about the last epoch but the the first two are really for reference and context so earth was so 5d i sound so silly i feel like i sound so silly saying like so 5d and so high vibrational that like you're not even on this level and that is (laughs) that is not my intention whatsoever to sound condescending and the earth was vibrating at a certain frequency that it was so high um 5d is love freedom joy that it that frequency was just so powerful that the way in which human human consciousness was incarnate was still in the plasma body okay that was our first epoch we devolved from that and became a little bit denser meaning we devolved by i mean there's a there i I, oh my gosh i'm trying to keep this as concise because this this could easily be a three hour three hour conversation and then some um we devolved in our consciousness and when the consciousness devolves the physical form will mirror the consciousness so that would then mean we became physically denser we weren't just plasma anymore so the middle epoch is where i i feel comfortable saying we were um relatively in our what what our human looks like now right and in that epoch we were tremendously matriarchal that was when um the womb was worshipped lunar cycles um where our calendar really that was where we were a matriarchy the goddess was worshipped we were deeply in touch with the earth with the womb um lemuria was known as mu and our moon right and that is because we were heart we were heart led but we had yet to incorporate the masculine aspect of the heart and i say that from the perspective of our heart chakra is not just green green is actually the giving energy of the heart that's the masculine energy of the heart the receiving energy which our heart does both it gives and receives both energetically and on a physical level right we we receive oxygen or excuse me we yeah yeah we receive oxygen and we emit carbon dioxide and that happens because our heart is doing a lot of the work um so it is you're giving and receiving both on a very um physical level it's also given and receiving energetically um and 
in the in that phase of Lemuria, the heart centeredness still had some I'm gonna yeah it, it we needed to evolve and our evolution was to transcend that of the moon it was to transcend egoic emotions there we go we were to transcend egoic emotions and get into the true soul's feeling um and for any of you who have experienced something like that it's like okay what does my like they're they're guiding me to say just because something feels good does not mean that it is good so it's like just because it feels good to Oh my god, this could go so many directions. I think I need to give you a really drastic example here, and I'm sorry if this is a, a trigger for anyone, but like, it could feel really good to take some Vicodin, to potentially tiptoe around overdosing. Is that good for you? Is it good for you to recreationally take some really fucking strong ass narcotics? I'm going to say, no, it's not. It might feel good to you, but that doesn't make it good. And that was a key aspect of the initiation being demanded of the beings in Lemuria at that time was to discern and discernment the spiritual gift of discernment is masculine discernment requires you to not only use your heart but it requires you to use your mind right does the energy signature match the words and that's where discernment comes in right everything has an energy signature like when you can tell that someone's lying to you perfect example so many women do this my all my listeners are women so i i see the demographics on here <laughs> Ooh, um what is it? i almost called it a fire hydrant a siren <laughs> siren is a sign to listen i just saw 844 if you know you know i'm just gonna say it like that and um where was i Okay, so I had to trim that bit. That siren was just really loud and I didn't want it. I feel like for anyone who's listening to this with earphones plugged in, that just really sucks to hear that. So, anywho, where were we? We were discussing, um, okay, Lemuria's initiation, the matriarchy. So Lemuria was a matriarchy and... Um, part of the moon's initiation um and this this when i say the moon's initiation every human being still undergoes this initiation via their birth chart like this is astrological like it it has a massive impact on us and for anyone who dares to argue that it doesn't the moon represents our emotions we are more our moon sign when we are born than our sun sign and the best way i can prove that is that if someone's mean to you, if someone's rude to you, in any scenario, you're gonna feel a way about it and you're probably very likely going to respond or react based on your feelings. We are innately emotive beings and that's good. 
that's our, our feelings are part of our humanity there's no reason to suppress them that is wounded masculine um and we, we will get into that but um i i feel like i need to continue to explain a little bit about the matriarchy um a bit and while it was very it had its highlights and often in the spiritual community um everyone just talks about the highlights no one talks about the shadow and you know everyone's like i want to go back to Mu. i miss Mu. i miss lemuria damn i don't know if you heard that car screech um i live in la um and so i just i hear a lot of that noise sorry <laughs> um yeah, everyone's like, I want to go back to Moo, Lemuria this, Lemuria that, I miss it so much. And like, homegirl, I miss that place too. That That is like energetically, that is the, the energy of the mother. Like innately, we are more connected to maternal consciousness and maternal energy than we are um, father consciousness. And it was that, you know, both physically, it, it was mother earth right our our maternal energy that gestated us so to speak and and you can think of this as energy a little bit more than physically but like we do have that um energetic tie to earth right we are made of earth when we're made as in our physical form we're made from our mother's bones like yes we do carry our father's dna um but a lot of our our bones are pulled from our mother's bones. And I say this um, as someone who is 15 months postpartum today, actually, um, my body is still recovering um, from like a bone density perspective. Um, little side note here, and I think I've mentioned this in another episode, mother's intuition is called mother's intuition because when a woman gestates a baby, that baby's bones are made from her bones. So that means she has less bone mass. When you have less mass, less density, you are, you are lighter. You connect to the 5D easier, which is why women's intuition heightens and stays heightened because it, in a way I, I lose that. I, I being a mother as well, but, um, any, any woman who has gestated a, a baby, um, you lose that bone density. You're never getting it back, right? You recover up to a certain point, but you never fully acquire all of that bone density back. Even if you eat like the, the best of the best nutrition. Um, and so we are, we are, made from the minerals of the earth okay we're heavily connected to this planet and i'm gonna take a sip of water really quick okay so when you hear people in the spiritual community say that they miss moo like it totally makes sense i miss moo too and we can anchor in that beautiful 5d energy and the physical plane while not repeating some really unacceptable fucked up horrible re reactions i don't even know what to call it. like reactions reactions 
to the initiation of the moon and that was discernment that was there we go that's where it was excuse me the gift of the masculine was discernment it meant okay energy signatures checking an energy signature is like if i were to say to you i'm fine so what's an energy signature an energy signature is i'm going to give you a perfect example an energy signature is if i look like i have been crying i look really upset i um you can see it in my face you can feel it in my energy if your clairs are on you can see it in my aura like you can tell i'm upset and then if you're asking me like hey is something bothering you and i said no i'm fine i'm i'm fine my words are not matching my energy so that that's that's a key dis of discernment right there do the words, do the actions match the energetic signature, right? Are they in integrity? Are they in an alignment? So what was happening in Mu, in Lemuria, was that the matriarchy was expressing a lot about unconditional love, the goddess, the benevolence of the mother, right? All of which are beautiful things. And then when discernment came along, the gift of discernment also brought more masculine gifts. So discernment was the first one, which is very important. And we'll get into that in a moment. Um, ritual happened. And it's very interesting to me how in the spiritual community, a lot of women are like, my rituals are so feminine because I like did it at this time with this way and this thing. And it's like, well, no, time and space are masculine, right? Those are a form of structure. Structure is masculine. Feminine is flying by the seat of your ass, quite frankly. It's doing things whenever the fuck you feel like. And that's fucking awesome too. Um, I record these podcasts whenever the fuck I feel like. I don't, I mean, I don't really um, wait all the time. Um, for them or like ideally I would do them on Mercury Day that right Mercury's the, the structure it's communication that would be a much more structured way of doing that this is where you see rituals start to happen you start to see the study of astrology um, with a lot more intention with um, yeah you just see ritual with like the use of intention aligning to the elements now aligning to the directions with dates and and times right because that's certain there in case for some of you that are may not be into astrology as much um there is such a thing as like an hour for each um uh, celestial being so there's a jupiter hour there's a saturn hour there's a, a mars hour there's a moon hour like they're in, in in every 24 hour cycle and so we started integrating more of of these things more of these masculine things like time and space which time and space equals structure which is a masculine thing like i mentioned um we started integrating um discernment meaning if someone was not at a certain 
the level of discernment, they would not be taught the next level of magic because it would open them to, um, how do I phrase this? It would open them to entities that did not have the best interests of humanity. It would open them to entities that were self-serving and wanted the downfall of humanity because entities of that level, aka the lower astral, lower 4D, 3D, and 2D, um, I'll even go as far as saying 1D, um, for them to exist, they need to leech off of our our low our our density. So they and examples of that would be they leech off of things like sadness, fear, anger, um, shame. They um, and and as well as the physical manifestations of that as well that. Um, so to prevent chaos and harm and um you know like like if you think about that for a second like can you imagine and of course this happens that this still happens still where people perform magic without integrity without proper initiation without um without really knowing what the fuck they're doing quite frankly I feel like that's how I have to say it. Um, and they can really open up portals that wreak havoc on themselves, on the collective, um, because they don't know any better. And um, so to keep both individuals and the collective in integrity at that time in Lemuria, people would not be initiated into the next level, so to say, right? Um, if they, or let, let's do this. Let's, let me give you a part. I feel, I feel better when I give people practical examples because it just anchors in this comprehension a bit deeper. Say you had all five of your clairs unlock, right? You could, you could, flow in and out of your clairs with ease that's nothing for you but you are still learning to solidify and clear and strengthen your channel and be able to tell the difference between um an angelic being and a self-serving harmful being um you would not have been initiated because you were still learning to discern that and so it was for your own protection and the protection of the community at that time. I'm going to drink water. Give me a moment. <clears throat> yeah, so it was for your own protection and the protection of the community at that time to not be initiated. And you would need to pretty much, you know, practice, wait, integrate. And so you can imagine this is putting a lot of men in this society in a role of power now right because some of them have really activated their spiritual gifts they're doing a lot of really amazing beautiful um intricate things now it was actually when these gifts of structure 
and discernment and um, what else do I want to call it? We could call it verifying energy signatures. I don't have a fucking name for it. We'll just call it that for now. <laughs> um, is when crystals started being used because, or I mean, they had been used before, but they were being used with a lot more intention. Like they, they were, okay, this is how they're telling me to say it. They were being used in a way that the fuller potential of the crystal's power was being optimized and it, it really fast-tracked um awareness it, it fast tracked consciousness right and consciousness is another masculine um trait right if the feminine is love the masculine is consciousness the feminine is flow the masculine is structure and so it it really elevated our consciousness so off of that alone the matriarchs that there were some matriarchs that were like wow this is awesome we want to evolve as a collective and a community they were all for it there were other matriarchs that got really upset likely they were straight up they were like butthurt and got upset that they didn't get initiated because they had to work on their discernment and so what what was happening was that um it became they got butthurt and they felt like it was an in-group out-group and so what they did was that they created an in-group and out-group and to solidify that in-group and out-group they started suppressing men um in some ways it started off with what we see in gender roles now which was just the men were forced to stay at home they couldn't practice magic they had to do child rearing they had to, um, like, or by child rearing, I mean, like, that's pretty much all they were allowed to do, and they were looked down upon for it, for the premise that because they could not create life, specifically immaculately create and gestate life, because, um, immaculate conception, um, was real like that's it's very possible still to this day it just takes integrating with the sun which is our like energetic and cosmic father so the irony there that it still takes integrating with like some aspect of the masculine even if it's not physical i'm gonna drink water again um they got really upset about that and so they started suppressing men heavily um and so they started suppressing men what they also started doing was that they did not pay attention to those warnings of not channeling of of not doing certain kinds of magic certain certain kinds of um practices without discernment without structure without integrity and what that did is that it opened the collective consciousness to these um, lower level energies these energies and entities that were self-serving and um right and so 
as time continued in the that that started in like this the end of the second epoch fast track to the end of the third epoch it was utter chaos okay we're talking full-blown suppression of the masculine um god my stomach hurts even saying this like i'm, I'm a mother to a son like i cannot imagine th- acting in a way that would harm my child um so much so that they would like sacrifice literally do human sacrifices to these entities of men and they were like well we don't need men because we can immaculately conceive so we're just gonna um you know sacrifice this this human because we find him inferior inferior um that was their logic okay um and it it was just it was horrible and the people who on the other side of that by other side i mean as time continued uh humanity human communities bifurcated you had strict old matriarchy that did not want to evolve the okay we'll say unevolved and evolved community there we go the evolved communities were like holy crap we gotta leave we need to go start a civilization somewhere else like this is not safe um because it really wasn't it was like it it was dangerous to even like exist outside right and the way we see now the level of fear that unfortunately women experience in just our day-to-day lives that's what it was like for men and and some ways some women were targeted as well but men were more so targets men would have to go hide in the woods does this ring a bell for anyone to practice magic to practice their abilities um i feel called to to bridge another gap a little bit here with um another one of the masculine gifts was that we started we as in humanity started to see um father god consciousness and you see that throughout many religions especially as they depict the beginning of time they depict it with father a father god as opposed to a mother goddess and that is because in lemuria we were born from the goddess we already knew the goddess the goddess is in our bones she created us right um I oh okay I'm <laughs> if you remember from the beginning of this episode divine mother I connected to divine mother sophia for these encodings as well as um the ascended masters of the sophia dragon time tribe so they're wanting to come through right now as i see that oh, I'm going to drink some water and then we're going to they want to come through right now It is an honor to connect with you. We are grateful to be here. And we want to shed light on this. In your present state of humanity, Father God consciousness is 
is not clear. It is not clear. Father God consciousness can be properly identified in the sun. So if you have any questions, any doubt, any any confusion, understand, understand, deeply integrate the consciousness of the spiritual sun, of that of Sirius, of that of your solar system's sun. That is how you, that is one of the ways in which you can transcend this misunderstanding of Father God consciousness. We are not here to demonize the masculine. I believe your channel here has explained it is important that we heal that. And our intention here is to warn you, you will feel and remember some deeply painful memories of the past. And it is important that you transmute them for your own healing, for your lineage, for the future. If you are a being that claims that you are here to anchor in the fifth dimension, the new earth, then you must be accountable for the past. You must account for that and transmute it. Just like all of, um, what do you call it? Your shadow work? <laughs> all of your shadow work is as, this is the best word we can find in your channel. All of your shadow work must be done. And this is part of your shadow work. This is part of your initiation. That is all we wanted to interject at the moment. Whoa. Okay, I'm back. It's me. Um, I, my brain forgot what we were talking about. Oh, Father... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, religions, Father Consciousness. Um, okay, so Father Consciousness... That Okay, so this is why we see this across a lot of uh, religions. Is that we were introduced to the Father because we already had the Mother, right? And our ener energetically and physically, the Mother is Earth. We also have Divine Mother Sophia, and she is... Um, the, I, I'm going to refer to her as the missing aspect of Christ consciousness and missing is that no, she's not like like lost in the cosmos missing <laughs> uh, she's missing it just feels so silly to say that because I'm obviously like channeling the Sophia Dragon Tribe um, she's missing in the sense that she is not in the bible god i feel weird saying that because i the bible is a book of double speak straight up okay if you haven't noticed by the last few episodes we are sophia christ consciousness here we are oh, on this podcast and in my energy i am focused on the intention of christ's heart right as as he is one of many ascended masters of his heart and the energy of his heart does not align with what the bible says okay the bible is a book of double speak double not double double right there's a double entendre there and if you're someone who wants to follow that beautiful i'm not shitting on you that is your business goddess bless okay and 
if the Bible is the book for you, that I, I hope that you are in intention, uh, excuse me, in integrity enough to see through that double speak and truly feel into Christ's heart and the intentions of his heart. Um, and so the mother was then cut out of the story across, over over time and by over time I mean from Lemuria to now so that's a long time we're talking many thousands of years um, potentially hundreds of thousands um, and grounding a little I got a little light lightheaded there um, we see father consciousness because father consciousness was attempting to elevate our consciousness so that we wouldn't descend further so we wouldn't descend that's why the fall descension the fall is referred to in christianity right we descended in consciousness we got further away from our soul's infinite truth and that's why we were we humanity was doing um human sacrifice right and i'm i'm just gonna leave it at that the that i feel like that is enough to describe how heinous, how far from source, how far from unconditional love we got, okay? Sacrificing another human is not unconditional love. Let's make that clear. Um, and so we see father consciousness more because the masculine is attempting to right not only answer the initiation but there were a lot of being masculine um men women who have who had at that time um worked on on these gifts right to support humanity in creating atlantis because they saw lemuria was like well it's a shit show right this is like my my really really sum it up into one sentence version of that but like this is really fucked up we gotta leave we if we want to have heaven on earth we cannot take people who are possessed with us because that's what happened these human beings were literally being possessed by these lower level entities and they were like we gotta go like we can't we can't do this anymore so they started atlantis and then atlantis went through its own series of failed initiations i feel like failed is a really harsh word but um because atlantis I'm, I'm gonna say it this way Lemuria is to the feminine as Atlantis is to the masculine so we see a lot of masculine wounding in Atlantis we see a lot of feminine wounding in Lemuria and it was where um, you see control manipulation um, soft power of suggestion becoming 
like constrictive, right? It's no, it, it was soft power, but it turned to force towards the end. It turned to, you know, taking life when in its innate nature is meant to be life giving, giving life sustaining, life assuring. Um, and so humanity still has these wounds right part of fear of intuition of magic of connecting deeper to those feminine gifts right is because specifically males men were killed they were some i i feel like i need to see this some were even castrated like that was part of the sacrifices that they're so less than that they were like mutilated um and that's not okay and i feel that that's really important to discuss because so much of the modern feminist movement is about demonizing the masculine both collectively the energy people with penises and I'm going to give a little caveat here. There are absolutely some fucked up men on this planet. Undeniably. If you've heard the first episode on polarity, you would know. I gave some examples of my own life where I have experienced things at the hands of men and even at the hands of women who had who did not have their inner masculine and integrity and they have done some heinous things to me, okay? This is about energy. And that while that is true, multiple truths can remain true simultaneously. And especially as a mother, I'm calling out the mothers who listen to this podcast. As a mother, if you have a son and you want to see a change, you need to be the mother that upholds the masculine. And that can be really triggering for you. And that doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Maybe you need support. Maybe you need therapy. Maybe you need you will know what your spirit and your consciousness and your your physical body the safety that you need to have in your physical body if you tune into yourself you will find those answers and the next steps to best support yourself to then support your child and right if if all men are shit and you have a son, then it's on you to make that change. It's on you to raise a son being worthy of being called a man. And this is really a call forward to heal these past wounds, to heal this past life trauma, um, to address whatever is coming up because I am recording this on the Capricorn new moon um, this next really Capricorn season really up until the the Aquarius new moon we have a lot of Saturnian energy 
we have past life karma energy and this is what's been coming up um and so i feel like this is the best place to talk about it um yeah we need to heal these wounds within ourselves to really start facing ourselves right if we don't know ourselves we can't face ourselves if we can't face ourselves we can't heal ourselves the past or the future you just don't you can't heal some you you can't fix the problem if you don't know what it is right you could treat the symptoms but treating the symptoms doesn't get to the root of the issue Um, and so what can healing look like? That can look like the last episode, which I mentioned healing your inner masculine. Um, this can look like, I, the activations I said around this, you, you may get memories around Lemuria. If you're someone who incarnated on Lemuria, I know that as of late, um, a lot of newer souls by newer meaning they haven't had many incarnations on on earth maybe your soul didn't incarnate that far back so you know maybe that that may not be your soul's path um this is still regardless this is still valuable information um and so what is the highest outcome the most benevolent outcome of the moon's initiation the highest outcome of the moon's initiation was never to sweep your emotions under the rug right to avoid them to suppress them to to banish them no 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 the highest outcome of the moon's initiation so how does this tie into polarity and I feel like I covered how this ties into karma, right? Saturn transits, past life energies coming up. Um, the way this deals with polarity is how are we demonizing the masculine again? And um, actually, I cut myself off. What I was saying earlier was that the moon's initiation was meant that you could see and perceive, I think perceive is a better word, for humanity to perceive not just emotively, but logically. And using both, right? The, the purpose was to overcome the moon. In occult symbolism, occult meaning hidden, like um, oculto in Spanish is just hidden. It's not bad or good. The way it's used can be bad or good. It is innately just neutral. So occult, hidden, um, or better yet, subconscious, esoterica, that trendy little symbol of like the moon's phases, those are all deeply subconscious symbols that speak back to really Lemuria and Atlantis and um specifically the upside down is it upside down yeah the crescent moon that's where the crescent is facing upward so it's like a like a c with the curve 
facing oh my god how do i explain this like a c turned to the right so like a like a u okay it's not a u but it's a c but it's like facing like a u <laughs> um i think you get what i mean um that symbol means that the that transcending the initiation of the moon that the initiation of the moon had been passed um that's what that symbol means and so that was the lesson that was the initiation to integrate both they're both gifts okay being able to do math is a logical thing you want to count your money you got to do math that's logical okay in, in its most basic form, all right, you want computers to work, you, some, someone had to know fucking calculus, okay? Someone had to know these things. Um, and those are all logical skills, logical um, applications of, of knowledge, and it's valuable, right one is not more valuable than the other we need them both to enrich our lives so back to what i was saying about how this relates to polarity and life where we are at this moment in time um it relates because i can see the past repeating itself where humanity is demonizing men it is demonizing the masculine and men are our are our allies there we go try saying that 10 times um are our allies in the healing of the collective and i'm gonna I feel like I have to preface this shit every time I say it, unfortunately, for the fucking numbskulls. But, like, obviously, not the creep who degrades women, but the guy who is trying to understand himself, who is putting the effort towards being a positive impact. When you shit on him, that does not benefit the collective. And by shit on, I mean say that all men are bad and that he's part of the problem simply for breathing and that, um, you know, pro-women's women's rights. Well, where, sis? Where? And I feel that as far as feminism goes... The state of feminism, when it really like had its boiling, its boiling momentum in the in the sixties and then into the seventies, women became who hurt them. They became the hyper masculine white man. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. They became the hyper masculine white man who. Um, tells you to uh what what is this saying buckle up buttercup and just you know get your panties out of a bunch and it's too bad you have a period and because 
you can work and because you now can hold a corporate position that you have to erode everything that makes you innately your innate feminine core and it's bad and you need to take on all of these masculine gender roles to prove yourself. The state, and those are just examples to really just say, the state of feminism, certain aspects of it, not all of it, the state of certain aspects of feminism are just making attempts at change through wounded masculine by becoming the person that hurt them or the energy that hurt them, which was the wounded masculine to begin with. There's really nothing feminine about it. Maybe sacred rage, you know? A lot of the goddesses, like, I got into some segment energy before I came on here. That That is sacred rage, right? And I'm not saying that the goddess or that feminine energy is this passive, quiet, little good girl. Like, no, no, the goddesses were known to create destruction, look at Kalima, look at Sekhmet, look at um, Bridget, Um, I believe, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, Ishtar, the goddess of war, Um, right, if we're looking archetypically, I may not be saying that right, and energetically, this is not, we're not talking about past, just like a a doormat energy here. I am not saying that at all. And no one benefits by becoming their abuser. I'm going to let that sink in a little bit. Women do not benefit by taking on the attributes of their abuser. By shutting down their emotions, by saying that their period is stupid and inconvenient, by neglecting their intuitive wisdom, by not cultivating their intuitive gifts, by forcing themselves into their masculine energy so much that they burn out and they can't even sustain a relationship with themselves, let alone a man assuming, you know, I'm just going to speak in those terms of assuming someone's interested in a man, but like polarity can exist in same-sex couples, wherever the fuck you are on the binary. We've gone over this in other episodes. Um... Yeah, like, and the feminism I resonate most with is intersectional feminism that includes men. Especially now that I have a son because it is unacceptable to claim that the harm that is done to a woman is okay to do to a man. And some people are that radical to say that, like, it's not abuse if you beat the shit out of your boyfriend. Like, no, that's abuse. If he was a dog, you would be, that individual would be up in arms, fucking getting petitions, probably harassing someone, quite frankly, um, for the need to dehumanize anything and everything related to the person that hurt them. And I get it. I get it. I've been there. 
I was once at a moment in my life, the person that had said those things, like, all men are horrible, I don't need men, men are bad. That's all wounding. Women need men, men need women. Feminine energy needs masculine energy, masculine energy needs feminine energy. And the highest octave of intersectional feminism that includes men, that includes trans women, that includes trans men, I think feel and know includes spirituality and includes going into the Lemurian mysteries, includes going into the origin story of where a lot of this shit happened, where the original... Um, what is the term for this? What do I want to call this? Yeah, just our, our, our origin story, how we got here, what's repeating itself, and how we can heal from it so that we don't unconsciously repeat trauma patterns. Um, and I think I'm going to leave it there. This is a pretty long episode. Um, I think we're going to go on Mars next. Um, if anyone has questions, I'm going to leave my Instagram handle below. If you want to ask me specific questions about Mars or Lemuria, if you want to go deeper into this. This is like the really brief summarized version and like connecting things to now. Um, we could go even deeper. But... Um, I would love to know your perspective, your questions, um, what you want to hear more of. I know that wasn't like as intense on polarity as the, the other conversations were, but um, I feel like this needed to be grounded in the here and now and what's happening here and now. And um, just like my first episode on polarity, that like if we focused on healing masculine energy as well we need to heal both of them i'm gonna end off on this yeah if we focus on healing masculine energy we would not see as much harm in the world masculine energy is innately here to protect and provide if someone was anchored in if a man was anchored into his purpose of protecting him and providing for his community both locally and globally we would not see all of the heinous things that we're seeing now like iran like um, child abuse, like the way we are harming our planet, like treating women like um, gestational incubators as opposed to human beings. We wouldn't see that. That's why this is important. Humanity heals in community, in the collective. Yes, it is important to have women's groups and men's groups and communities that are similar to us because they understand us in our bodies. They understand our embodiment and they, can, can, they are also part of a larger community that needs to work symbiotically. So I'm going to leave it at that. Much love to all. Um, if you're listening to this during the new year, blessed 
new Gregorian year um, on my love. Bye.